Welcome to Origin Gates' daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Ray Hughes, and I'm going to be sharing with you today. And um, I don't think it's a, a secret that I am a son of Kentucky. I was raised in Kentucky. I was uh, um, born into a culture that is full of story and all kinds of musical nuance and um, the storytellers are abound, and so does the music. And one of the purposes, or one of the reasons for that, I should say, is because of all the people that settled there that came out of Scotland and Ireland and Wales and, and came out of the, uh, the those ancient Celtic cultures and that sort of reinvented themselves down through the generations as they adapted to new environments and new surroundings, but they carried the purity of their storytelling and their, and their song and, uh, and um, uh, sadly, many of their superstitions and some of the dark things that followed them around as well. But they, um, when they came into Kentucky and, and the Carolinas and, the, and in, the, in the southeastern U.S., uh, one of the ways that they r- remained connected was marrying their new day with the old sound. And then they, as they would bring the old sounds and old songs uh, forward into their new day, it always reminded them of who they were and where they came from. So the music and the story defined the culture. Uh, for example, I, I'm born in Kentucky, like I said, and Barron County is my, my home county and not just a few miles down the road there, about eight miles from where I was born, nine miles, there was a mammoth cave, one of the great wonders of the world. And uh, 420 miles of surveyed passageways under the ground. And for any of you from from somewhere else besides Kentucky, you might need me to uh, tell you that that's 680 kilometers of underground passageways. And back in 1925, something very tragic happened there. There's a young, well-respected spelunker, as they were called. His name was Floyd Collins, and he wound up uh, getting trapped in a cave because he was so good at what he did, and he had done it for so long, he became a bit relaxed in his task. And he wound up going into a cave by himself and doing all this exploring, which is something he shouldn't have done. And uh, and sadly, he wound up uh, dying in the cave. Uh, you know, people, they even found him before he died, and they couldn't get to him. They could only hear his voice crying out for help. And and uh, and sadly, uh, they were not able to help him. And uh, when, I, when I think of uh, that tragic death, I also am reminded that uh, the, the beauty underneath there, that he that was drawing him into that world, and he, and he loved what he did. And he loved uh, uh, to explore and see. Imagine the creation of the uh, and the wonder of this creative God that can create a whole other world below this one. And uh, sadly for Floyd Collins, the cave became his grave. But when you when you when I think of of King David, you know he had his cave experiences too, did he not? You know, just when everything was turning and changing and a new season and transition was happening and he was coming into his own uh, uh, there in Israel, you, well, there's, you find him in the cave. And, uh, you know, David reigned for 40 years, but only 33 of that was in Zion. 
And there in Zion, God in their midst, and which represents that 33 years that God was in their midst, uh, same length uh, of time of Jesus' life. And so, and certainly that was a wonderful kingdom expression that happened for those 33 years in Zion. But prior to that, there were seven years because he, he reigned for 40, right? Well, uh, you find him in the cave of Adullam, and that is, it was a dark place. But in that place, 400 discontent, distressed, and indebted ones came around him. And there they found a solidarity in what was uh, obvious in David's life. And they committed themselves to him in, a, in, in, you know, in amazing and powerful ways. And that place of commitment, place of that cave was actually a place of commitment. And then they go on to Hebron. There's a place of covenant. And that's a place where he was declared uh, a king of Judah. And so he reigned seven years in Hebron, in that place of covenant. And then you next you find him not uh, uh, after commitment and covenant. You find him going on to Zion then and establishing the kingdom. And again, he reigned for forty years. But he had to go through his cave seasons. And you know, uh, one of one of the things that I want to point out to you today is uh, in Psalm one forty two. The cave that was supposed to or could potentially have been the grave, uh, it didn't turn out that way. Even though that we see in Psalm 142, says David says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, with my voice unto the Lord that I make my supplication. Now, let me make it very clear. I don't believe that Psalm 142 is the cave of Adullam. It was either the cave of Adullam, it doesn't say, but it was either the cave of Adullam or the cave or in Gedi. And, uh, but David was not in deep enough trouble when in Adullam to be overwhelmed like he was here. And we know Saul and his army had laid a snare for him when he was in the cave of En Gedi, but not while, in, uh, while he was in Adullam. In Adullam, David was not ex in that extreme danger because as Saul was not then after him with an army. Uh, but in En Gedi, Saul's army completely surrounded him. He had nowhere to go. There was no escape, and there was no help except from God. So David was in this place of extreme helplessness unless God undertook and helped him. When you when you look at the there, there are six uh, points that you can quickly gather out of this prayer. When it starts there in verse one, he says, "I cried unto the Lord with my, with my voice, my voice unto the Lord, did I make my supplication." So first he cried, and then secondly he says, "I poured out my complaint before Him. I showed." Before him, my trouble. Here is my trouble. Here's where I am. And then next verse three, when my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked, have they created and laid a snare for me. In verse four, he says, I, I looked on my right hand and behold, there was no man. Uh, and I don't want to keep painting this dark picture, but imagine what that fellow felt like in that cave back in 1925. 
There was no one there to help him. Even though they did eventually find him, uh, they knew where he was. They couldn't get to him. They could hear his voice, but there was nothing they could do. There was nothing they could do to rescue him. And it said, uh, here David says, No man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my refuge. You are my portion in the land of the living. And then you hear these three requests for deliverance. Now, notice the requests for deliverance are a bit different. Attend unto my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me, O God, from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. He, could, he knew and he could hear uh, the enemies all encompassed about him, and here he begins to to uh, ask God, Lord, bring bring my soul out of this prison, that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me. Now that, to me, is incredibly beautiful to hear the, the, the uh, deep cry of David turning into a song. Now you can be you might you might be in a in a cave. Uh, you might even be in a cave of Adullam at this time in your life. But even uh, what brought four hundred people around David? Well, they, the Bible says there's three things that they all had in common. They were discontent, they were distressed, and they were in debt. And when they gathered around David in the cave of Adullam, there that discontent, distress, and debt that united them actually brought them into a place of commitment with what David carried. And he had, and David was already displaying this, this uh, uncanny commitment to just look past what the enemy is able to do and uh, find the Lord. And find what God was saying and see what God was doing. And because uh, you notice all throughout the, the, the over 70 over some Psalms that David writ, uh, had written, most of them were something like, Woe is me, I'm in this horrible place. Oh, I cried unto the Lord and in my distress. You know, da, 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 da. He's going through this, 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 these songs of sorrow, but yet I will praise the Lord my God. But yet I will align myself with what God says about tomorrow, not what I'm experiencing in my now and in my day. So what he was doing as this prophetic seer singer, he was reaching into the future promises of God, uh, born out uh, and many times born out of, of the knowledge of what God had done in the past. In that place of the cave is where he would have to remember what God had done in the past, sing toward the future, and change his now, no matter where he was. You see that over and over and over in David's life, learning how and knowing how to move from that cry unto the Lord into that declaring as, as unto the Lord, then it would transition again, and the last part of the song was praise unto the Lord. It's a, a beautiful pattern that you see over and over and over through his poetry, through his life. 
and I and I dare say it's one of the reasons that happened so many times is because David David would find himself in these dark caves and he would rise up out of it with a song. You know, some years ago we were we were in Wales, uh, and we had about fifty young people from Bethel out in California on a revival history tour with us. And we were we had opportunity to go to the Pembroke Castle, and there at the Pembroke Castle there was a an actor who was the storyteller, giving us this historical tour of the castle. And then he took all of us down this winding staircase, way down into the underneath. And when you get down there, there you're standing in a in this vast cave. And and he was, uh, you know, sharing his part of the tour. And when he stopped, one of the girls in the group suddenly be, just began, you know, it's hard to be in a cave and not sing, right? <laughs> and so uh, she just said, here is love vast as the ocean. She began to sing that old Welsh hymn that, uh, from the days of the Welsh revival. It's called Here is Love. And uh, and it's such a powerful, beautiful song. Fifty voices joined with her, and you could hear this gorgeous. And this fellow who was the who was the tour guide at that moment, he just stopped. He froze in his tracks. He raised his hands, and he just immersed himself in the beauty of the sound. And at the end of it, he you could tell he was emotionally, he was physically moved by his own emotions. And almost like he was in awe of that song. And he said, oh, my God, how beautiful. He said, it sounds like an old Sankey. And, of course, if you don't know, uh, one of the greatest influences in British history was actually an American named Ira Sankey, who D.L. Moody and Ira Sankey took songs and hymns and spiritual songs back in the late 1800s into England and had these massive revivals and introduced the, uh, the so many of the hymns that are still sung today in those traditional churches were brought there by Ira Sankey. And well, what this tour guide did is he immediately accessed those beautiful songs from his childhood, and he was moved so deeply by it that it began to bring the remembrance of his journey of life and, and possibly his journey with God. And uh, I just want to challenge you today. If you are in one of those dark places and you, like David said, I've been brought down low, and if you are in the cave, don't let it become your grave. Let it become the place where a new song is sung, a new song is heard, and a new day is realized. And so I speak that over your life today as a blessing. And may the Lord, just like David said there in the very last sentence, you know, he says, "May he was compassed about by the righteous, and for thou shalt deal bountifully with me. So I just pray the bounty of the Lord unto your life today. And sorry I'm out of time. God bless you. We'll see you next time.